0: Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, October the 19th in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, proper week 25, which is the 22nd Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the psalm that is marked out in the Revised Common Lectionary for this week in the church calendar year. So today we're going to be in Psalm 34 and just verses 1 through 8. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making this part of your morning on When our Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 34 verses 1 through 8. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak His praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. I prayed to the Lord and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to Him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear Him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. This is the word of God for us. Psalm 34 is an interesting psalm. If you look in your Bibles, there is an interesting title to this psalm. It's a really long and quite a descriptive one. It says, A Psalm of David. Regarding the time he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech, who sent him away. Now, there's a couple of different things we have to cover here. Number one, he didn't go before a guy named Abimelech, but it's a related name, so we'll leave that to one side. You can look back in First uh, Samuel and David's story to get the full story. But scholars are honest where they have a hard time figuring out the direct relationship with the words of this psalm to that story. So there's a chance that As David wrote the psalm, it was in the collection of his psalms, and some scribe along the way may have made a notation uh, about that story and this psalm. But when we look at them, the story and the psalm side by side, there's this little connection between them. What we do know, according to the Hebrew text, that uh, Psalm 34 is one of these acrostic psalms. So they take the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, and each line of the psalm, begins with the Hebrew letters in succession with one another. And so where it may look a little bit disjointed uh, with us in the English translation, if we go back to the original Hebrew, this was a way in which they could teach young people some different uh, prayers and songs to God because if they could learn the alphabet, then they can learn these songs. But uh, the scholars note that this is a psalm of wisdom. Uh, It's not just a psalm that uh, sings a praise towards God, but it's also a psalm of instruction. It teaches us. And you think about the songs that we sing today, they do teach us things. In fact, uh, as we train our young in the church, one of the things that uh, we find, whether it's delivered or not, is that a lot of the initial ideas of God and of our religion and of the Christian life are in the song lyrics of the songs that our young people sing, and one of the things that I've enjoyed as a dad is uh, asking my kids, "What songs at church do you like to sing?" And just being around the house, and you can hear, you know, your your kids hum a song or they repeat a line from a song, and we're just thankful for it because it's laying this initial, uh, you know, foundation work of the Christian faith. Now, there was particular songs that Ginger and I would sing over our kids as we put them to bed. There was a a mom song and a dad song. And whoever was putting them down, we would sing that same song to The Game Again Again because we just had a hope that those song lyrics would be um, in their minds, would be rattling around in their souls. It would be shaping their minds about the Christian faith. And, of course, they're going to move on from song lyrics. And there are times that we need to be, uh, you know, maybe just... A bit thoughtful about the songs that we sing and the ideas that that they can convey. Um, songs shouldn't do the whole the whole freight of the Christian belief system, but they can certainly add to. Uh, the things that we teach in sermons and we teach in lessons and we just teach through discussions and con- uh, conversations along the way. Um, I just think it's important for us to have an idea of what songs that we sing and what how do they add to our lives. I think one of the things I think about as a pastor when we put like a service of worship together, I think of songs not just that uh, relay a theme that we're trying to weave together in a worship service, but I do think that we are Uh, giving our people a soundtrack of their faith when we pick out songs for worship. So my criteria, oftentimes, for songs that are selected, when I'm asked for these things, a lot of times I'm not, and that's fine. We all have our different roles to play in a worship service. But one of the things I think of is, will this song be uh, catchy enough so that, that people sing it as they drive down the road? Um, as they hum along in the shower, as they uh, look for songs on Spotify, or they surf a radio station. Would they stop on a song on, you know, the contemporary Christian radio station because they heard it in in church and worship? I just know that from my early faith, and I started really following the Lord when I was 16, 17 years old. I enjoyed the songs that I was familiar with, and it helped me connect with God and, and hold my attention in the love of God. And so I think that in that way, songs would instruct me along the way. And so I just think of the things that this psalm uh, teaches us. It teaches us about God's responsiveness. Look at verse 4 it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Isn't that a great idea, particularly for someone young in the faith? Like as they pray to God, they have this consolation that they know that God hears them and that God's going to move. On their behalf because of their prayers. And he can deliver them from any fears that they might have. Uh, It implores those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. That no shadow of shame will darken their faces. In a culture that is weighed down by shame. Look at every life around us is limping because of shame. What a great promise and truth that those who trust in God. That they will not be shackled by shame but they will be set free. I mean these things are just revolutionary ideas that are conveyed to us uh, through the song of praise given to uh, ancient Israel so many centuries ago. And so I think one lingering thought for today as we face our day and and pray together is uh, give, give careful thought to the songs that we sing. Uh, begin to weigh the message that they give us because those are the things that we're going to repeat and those are the things that are shaping our minds and our minds shape the way that we see the world and project how we're going to expect and hope uh, with our with our world in front of us and the day in front of us and so uh, my encouragement is is for us to get a song of praise upon our lips song of praise in our mind and have that help shape the steps that we're going to take before our God today. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are the Spirit of truth. You lead us into all truth. You hold us together by words. And God, we confess to you today that we need to be taught. We need to learn. We are still not in the shape uh, that you would desire for us to be. That we've conformed to the pattern of the world instead of being renewed by... uh, attitudes of our minds. And so God, uh, we want to be transformed. Uh, We want to have not a spirit of fear, but of love and and a sound mind. And so God, we cry out to you and we ask that you would teach us in all the ways that you teach us. You teach us through experience, you teach us through relationships, and we believe that you teach us through songs. And so God, as we lift praises to you today, as we pick out a song on the way to work, or we, we pick out a song during our quiet time... God, I pray that it would speak truth to us, the wonderful words of life. And I pray that those words would hang with us and would rattle in our souls. It would shape us and would cause us to be transformed and renewed. And so, God, allow us to hear you. Allow us to experience you and to approach you with songs of praise. And I pray that it would form our hearts and minds today so that we can resemble you more and more. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.